Welcome to Business Unmuted, I'm Graham Robb. March's unemployment figures gave some surprising and positive news for the North East with a drop in the rate of unemployment. Joining me to discuss whether this could continue are three people contributing to encouraging job creation in the region. Sharon Lane is the Managing Director of Tees Components and is also sits on the Government's Green Jobs Task Force. Charlotte Windbank is Managing Director of First, Founders of the Startup Awards North East, and Paul Lancaster is behind the Northeast Startup Week initiative. Before we talk to you, I'll just flash up a, a slide on the screen. What this shows on the red line is the unemployment over the last year since the lockdown going up everywhere, but then towards the last few months, the slide dips when it measures unemployment in the Northeast thus booking the trend. Now this is a minor dip of about half a percent but that represents hundreds of jobs so it is a significant amount for the people involved. Let's go to Sharon first if that's all right. You're an employer, you're in manufacturing, you're on the Green Jobs Task Force. Are you seeing employment opportunities uh, come about in the jobs in the business you run? Yes, absolutely. So I'm not surprised to see this at all. Um, from my own experience with our businesses and the businesses that we work with across the Tees Valley and the wider Northeast, uh, we are currently recruiting. We have several new vacancies that have been created by winning um, new orders, new client accounts. We're seeing some reshoring work uh, coming back to the UK, which is really encouraging. Uh, we had a new starter on Monday, so first time that we could welcome somebody new to the team, which was fantastic to be able to do. And generally, I just think there's a real sense of uh, greater confidence in the region that's really inputting into those business decisions as well to to hire i think that's right of course it isn't necessarily reflected in some sectors that get a lot of attention hospitality and leisure very important but uh, they are not uh, the be on and end all there are other opportunities let's talk to charlotte charlotte one other way of uh, getting yourself in employment is to create employment you found first tell me what first does Yes, so essentially we're an accredited learning and development agency and we specialise in developing enterprise skills for young people, early stage founders and professionals and our main clients are education and local authorities and we're seeing very much on the front line the increase in interest particularly with young people, um, students and graduates especially interested in entrepreneurship, wanting to be in control of their own destiny and seeing you know, the current recession as an opportunity to solve some of the world's biggest problems right now. So what kind of people are going into founding their first business and taking advice from you? Yeah, so if you want to generalize it, we'd kind of have two main um, audiences. Um, so those that are coming straight out of university, fresh faced, they don't have dependents traditionally, um, they have a low cost of living, and they may be living um, still with the parents, so they've got time to try out new ideas. And also the universities in the Northeast have some excellent support for students and graduates. Um, then we also have the um, maybe made, uh, recently made redundant um, who have a bit of um, money behind them who have worked for someone else for years and know how to do something better and more effect effectively um, so that's the sort of second group that we work with as well. Is there any uh, formula that's more successful than the other? That's a great question, Graham. I mean, I think it depends on the individual. Ultimately, the formula for starting a business is just hard work and resilience. Absolutely. And you can have that from age 16 to age 65. All right, let's talk to Paul. 
Paul, you have a Startup Week initiative, uh, which I, I suppose goes all the time now as well, where you're encouraging a sort of peer-to-peer um, -peer support of people who are running their own businesses. Do you see startups as a, a, a panacea for unemployment? Is it something that you think is important in tackling the uh, inequality we still see in the North and the higher unemployment rates, even though they're going down, that we still say uh, compared to the rest of the UK? So for, for the last, well, since 2017, I've been running the, the Startup Week events as physical events. But last year, due to COVID, we, we moved everything online. So it's, a, it's an all-year-round um, initiative saying that every week can be a Startup Week, not just one week in May. Um, so I'm, I'm keen to support anyone to, to explore the idea of self-employment, entrepreneurship as a, as a way forward. But I don't think it's right for everyone. Not everybody is cut out to, to be self-employed and run their own business. You can be technically very good at what you do, but if you're not good at sales and marketing and business development and leadership and mindset and all those other things, then then you might struggle. So a key thing that I focus on is trying to help people tap into existing networks. So that's what I'm, I'm providing is a, is a ready-made network or advice on how to tap into those networks. If you want to look at your stuff online, it's Newcastle Startup Week, even though it's the whole of the northeast now, but it's still called yeah. Newcastle Startup Week. Yeah, so it's always, been the, yeah, it's always been for the whole of the northeast, but the, the website is newcastlestartupweek.com. Um, but I'd, I'd like I'd need to know a bit more about the figures, about how they're recording this, because, um, you know, is it... It's, it's still early days to see whether this is going to be a long-term pattern that we're, that we're seeing the decline in. Absolutely. Unemployment. Well, let's pull Sharon back in. Do you think that uh, the, the recording of unemployment now is necessarily going to continue in its trajectory in the northeast downwards? Or is it going to be that when the furlough scheme ends, a lot of hidden unemployment will burst onto the unemployment register? I mean, that's a big worry. I mean, as you said, I was talking about our experience in heavy manufacturing it's certainly not replicated across all sectors, as we know. Uh, and there is real concern about the level of people that are on um, full term, long term um, furlough status at the moment. You know, there's lots of opportunities there to try and um, really make available and fast track, if you like, some of the new jobs and new industry that we were hoping to see come out of the, the net zero commitment and this green recovery that we would really want to see um, accelerated uh, through what's happened with coronavirus. Organizations like Charlotte's are really important here to be able to provide that support because we know that where this is new technology and these are new jobs and new businesses, it's high risk, you know, so there are high technical risks, there are high commercial risks. We know that um, entrepreneurs in these um, new green uh, roles and businesses, you know, I know from my discussions with them that they come up against some barriers there in terms of being able to access funding, you know, so there's really got to be a conversation about that as if we want people to come up with these startups, we want people to take opportunities and work towards net zero. How do we get that help to them so they can do that and, and create jobs? Let's bring in Charlotte. You've got a, a big uh, agenda item from governments around the world of net zero and climate change. And you've also got a significant recession through COVID. Is this a good time to start a business, a recession? Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at previous recessions we've had, so I did a bit of research coming before coming on here. And, you know, in the last one in 2008, you had companies like Groupon, uh, WhatsApp, um, Airbnb coming out of it. And then if you go back to the 1920s, actually Disney 
was a you know was a startup and um in in the recession and snow white was created to help people cheer them up after mm. the recession <laughs> and look how that, that started so i think yeah it absolutely is provided you have the security to be able to do so um because as paul says it's not for everyone and a lot of the time you know you're going to be fighting for your wages coming in um for income you know on a month by month basis and if you have people dependents and hiring you know all those kind of factors then you really have to sort of think about it um and and see what see what see what you can do with that and i think everyone on this call probably knows that uh, the owner of a business, I know it's certainly been the case in, in my case and probably in Sharon's as well, will put their wages last and make sure that the jobs they provide uh, pay the wages first. And uh, I suppose that makes working for a new owner-managed business more secure sometimes than for a branch. What do you think, uh, Paul? Well, we've seen lots of examples of, of large companies where, where people think that they're in a secure job and then they're just a small cog in a big machine. Um, so you can be made redundant very quickly. And, and that's certainly one of the reasons why I wanted to start my own business, because I have worked for some major companies over the years and um, you are often very disposable. Um, so I think even if you're in a job now, entrepreneurial skills are really valuable. You know, a lot of companies want people with entrepreneurialism as a, as a skill set. So um, a lot of my focus is on working with entrepreneurs and intrapreneurs, so people who are working full-time for a company but it's their job to come up with new ideas and new ways of working and, and adapting to situations like covid so um that's again another reason why um i'd encourage people to check out obviously what i'm doing but also what charlotte's doing and, and some of the other initiatives across the northeast to encourage startups and small businesses i could talk forever on this subject uh, but we're out of time sharon charlotte paul thank you very much